Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, before we get too far in, we want to go ahead and thank our wonderful patrons. So, a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Top Cut's Trouble Sonny, and Caleb, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Marshawn Jones, Zyphorus, Yeet Defeat, AD, Ash Blossom, and No Joy. <laughs> Earth Machine Best Deck, Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I am McLincoln. Imagine playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in 2022 on Earth in the Milky Way Galaxy in the universe on Earth in 2022 playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Jarrett Helton, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, quitting the game is a floodgate, you're not wrong. Rudolph, Sprite Farter, Terrellments Havenous Floodgate in your mouth. Unbanned number 95, Konami, understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Savior's World, you still play Dragon Link? Well, cry me a river while I'm dragging these nuts across your face. Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Brandon Potter, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Jerry Beans Man, King, King Henry, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Shockmaster Did Nothing Wrong, Slaking It Up, Sunny Wanting to Ban Every Card That Counters Sword Soul and Crying About It, Hold This L. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Okay, this is my first time seeing this one. And um, first of all, ouch. <laughs> ouch, that hurts. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it hurts to hear it. The Metacillers podcast tries to indoctrinate Sonny and Caleb to play Flunder. Hashtag Flunder best deck. L plus ratio plus Opelousa is not a flood. Where Opelousa dating sim Konami. Thank you all so much for your continued support. Let's circle back around to this wanting to ban every card that countersorts all crying about it. Okay, so listen. <laughs> I don't want to ban every card that counters Sword Soul. In fact, I want to ban a lot of cards that help Sword Soul. Mystic Mind should go. Rivalry should be limited. Gozen should be limited, even though that's not a card that helps Sword Soul. Uh, Tikaboo should be limited. Uh, like, there's cards that are played in Sword Soul lists that should be banned or limited. Just like there's cards that are not played in Sword Soul lists that should be banned or limited. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to cry about it because <laughs> it's Sword Soul best deck. I don't know. Something like that. 
<laughs> All right, and of course, before we get too much farther, let's go ahead and thank a few sponsors real quick. So huge thank you to Millennium Threads. Millennium Threads is, of course, a wonderful Etsy shop where you can go and catch all of your wonderful various Yu-Gi-Oh merchandise, your dev hats, t-shirts, etc. They're all embroidered by the order and wonderful, wonderful shop. You should go and check it out. And use code TOPCUT10 at checkout for 10% off of your order. There's a link down below. Of course, check out Dragon Shield Games. Dragon Shield is, of course, one of the largest TCG accessory manufacturers in the world. Dragon Shield has all of the sleeves and the various colors that you love and things like that. Go ahead and check them out. Also, they have a really cool Halloween sleeve. You can find it on their website. It's super sick. It is very cool artwork. Yeah, super sick. So be sure to check out Dragon Shield. Uh, The link down below is an affiliate link. So if you click it before you shop, it helps us out. Same thing with the TCG player link down below. If you click it before you shop, it helps us out a ton. And we do get some kickback from that sale. No extra cost to you, just helps us out. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, if you want me to read something stupid within reason before every episode, you can check out our patron down below. So, but um, the number one way that you can support us is by subscribing to our YouTube, dinging the notification bell, commenting, liking, all those things. They help out the algorithm a lot, which is something that we're still learning. So, the algorithm boosting our numbers would be awesome for us so Woo. um but that's the number one way you can help out is just by spreading the word so um we're gonna talk a lot today about the various different new cards new cards because it's it's been a hot minute since we talked about any new cards yeah so we, st- we got like two or three card announcements while I was gone at YCS Niagara. Yeah, and we were like, uh, it, it can wait till you get back. And then you got back, it's like, it's only like two cards. Right, right. So we just decided to just put it off until we actually got like a reasonable amount of new cards. And then over the past four days, we've gotten a ton of new cards coming from Photon Hypernova. Yeah, and so now we're suffering for our mis- for our mistake in deciding that. Yeah, so. Don't be like us. Learn from our mistakes. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be filled with new cards. We're going to go through, we're going to review some of them, and of course, we're going to do some mailbag questions at the end. So, um, you could call this our fan service episode. So, no. What do you mean? People like hearing about new cards. Yes. So, why can't we call this a fan service episode? There's no fan service in this episode. Move that blanket and there will be. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, With so... With my new shorts. Oh, I was talking about the feet, dog. Where the feet at, though? <laughs> All right, so we're going to do some other announcements, too, with this. So the first thing to announce is that the OTS Pack 20 has been delayed a little bit. This is the TCG OTS Packs. You get them at your local OTS store for going and participating in mm-hmm. tournaments. They Every shop does it differently, right? Yeah, yeah. Some shops just do one or two OTS packs just for entering the tournament Mm -hmm. and then nothing else. Some do one for entry, and then you get more based on where you you ranked at the end of the tournament. So Some places do a combination of both. Right. So it was delayed in North and Latin America to 10-26-2022, which I believe is in three weeks, three and a half weeks. Give or take, yeah. And then 10-19-2022 in Europe. So Europe gets it a little bit earlier. Just 
they're still dealing with printing press issues yeah. and making sure that all the cards get printed and packaged and put out correctly. And then so. also, also, I think they're, I think they're also putting in a little bit of extra time in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I forgot the word right when I was about to say Print it. quality. Yes. Yes. Okay. Quality control. They're, I think yeah, they're yeah, doing QC. a little bit. Yeah, I think they're doing a little bit of extra quality control in this round because not a bad thing. You know, they've been kind of skimping on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that there hasn't really been a lot of sets that you can point to since really since COVID started, where there is really a significant amount of good quality control. I think that you could point to. I know the big one that everybody talks about is the Maximum Gold Eldorado. Oh my god. Where you just had gold like covering half of the card, things like that, or cards just not getting the gold trim where they're supposed to go. I'll be honest, I don't know how Maximum Gold got a second printing. Because there was a lot of those issues with the first set, and it wasn't mm -hmm. quite as bad, but still. Yeah, yeah, the, this, yeah, the issues were still there, but they, they improved it. I'll give them that. No, it got worse. Oh, I thought it got better. No, it I, got way worse. I'd already gotten well. I guess we're, we're we also kind of go through different circles so that we can get as much info as we can. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I guess I just got all the info where it was like, oh, this is better. Yeah, from what I saw, Max Gold got worse. But you even had issues with sets like like Brothers of Legend. Oh my god. So Brothers of Legend, the big issue in that set was foil bleed, which, mm -hmm. for what it's worth. I think foil bleed is about the coolest printing error, quote unquote, that you can have. Oh, absolutely. I know that I got cards out of Max Gold. I don't know about you, but it looked like the entire card was secret rare just about. Which is super cool looking. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Right. I'm yeah. not. Unfortunately, I, I never get anything cool like that. Well, it was actually really common. It was almost every secret rare in every pack. To be fair, I also didn't buy a whole lot of that set. Oh, okay. So, but I did get a couple, I did get like a handful of secrets and none of them had it. Like, like Perry Reese map. If, if you have any copies of Perry Reese map, go look at it kind of close, look around where the text box is and you'll probably see secret or foiling on the box. Mm-hmm. So. It might've just been like specifically the Perry Reese map and like one or two other specific cards. No, I like, like dude, Nibiru was the worst, like as far as. I say worst again. I would almost say it's the best, but yeah, yeah. Nibiru like, was strong. Yeah, like if you're going to have a printing issue, that's the one you want to have. Yeah, foil bleed is crazy. I've seen old cards with foil bleed. Like I saw somebody had a luster dragon. Ooh. So it's an old super rare luster dragon, and the whole card is super rare. It is the sickest thing you've ever seen. So, but yeah, OTS pack did get delayed and. So we do have some rumors going around and we have to be very careful about how we say this because they um, are rumors. We, this they, is only they, hearsay. I mean, there's pictures, but um, we're going to call them rumors because nothing is confirmed. Nothing is finalized. It could still just be wrong. Mm -hmm. We're not going to use the L word because that's not what this is. No, it's it's again, it's hearsay. Yeah, stuff going around in Facebook groups. We don't know if this is true or not. Yeah. But there are rumors that the three ultimate rares from OTS Pack 20 is... Uh, so we know Win Ghost Reaper and Winter Terriers. That's 100% yeah, confirmed. Yeah, yeah, that's on the product page. Yes. And the other two are Sky Striker Ace Ray and Aluber the Jester of Despia. Is he the Jester of Despia? Is that what it is? Or yeah, is it yeah, Aluber yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Aluber the Duber Duber. Yeah, yeah. Aluber the Duber. Yeah, but no, no, no. He's the Jester of Despia. Right. So, um, 
the thing about these is um a luber's like fine i feel like they're kind of printing that card into the ground yeah because think about it, it right it didn't have the secret rare printing or it had the secret rare printing originally then it didn't get put in the structure deck and then almost in like an effort to push the card they put it in the ghost from the past two and then they put it in the tens yeah and now here and it's not even like a super meta strategy anymore it's like a two dollar card oh yeah it like yeah no that strategy is done done come and gone yeah strategy's fallen off the map really I, I think with a strong enough ban list next go around, I think it's still possible that it pops back up. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's still a good strategy. It's a good deck. Well, it's I just mean, been power crept. Well, I mean, literally anything that can fully utilize super poly. Right. I mean, e even even the sword soul strategy, which is still a good strategy, hasn't really been crippled by the ban list. I would say. Yeah. And it's still a great deck. It's just power crept. Mm -hmm. So. And then Sky Striker Ace Ray, that's a crazy one, right? Because Ray is such an iconic card from such an iconic yeah. deck that doesn't have like a quote unquote max rarity printing almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, it's kind of, it's part, I both hope and do not hope that it is in fact Ray. I hope it's Ray because then, you know, there's a really cool artwork for Ray. So, our good friend who has. What is it? Like, like, doesn't he have, like, the entire extra deck fully max rarity? So, he had the entire extra deck max rarity. All of the spells maxed. He had even at Collector Star rares. No, no, secrets. Star no, no, I mean for the extra deck. It was, like, Starlight. Ultis. It was ultis. all ultis. Th thank you, ultis. I don't know. OTS pack ultis, yeah. You got it, yeah. Like, Kagari's are, were, like, $300. Yeah. So, ultis all through the extra deck. I mean, even like the staples, he was working on Max's staples that we had the entire deck Max Rarity. He even had like Starlight mm -hmm. Ray or Starlight Rose and now Ulti Ray. Uh, sadly, he sold that entire deck. But yeah. the point is, Sky Striker players, you don't have to run super Rejoice. rare. Yeah, you don't have to run super rare or prismatic secret Ray anymore. You can run the Ulti, which is like crazy. So that deck gets maxed even more. All right, next we have the announcement of photon hypernova for the tcg Woo! so this will be coming out or well let's see the launch date it says is um 2 10 2023 so february 10th of next year yeah so this will be 50 commons 26 supers 14 ultras and 10 secrets which has been the ratio here lately uh, Galactic Chaos erupts in February with Photon Hypernova, the first core booster of 2023 for the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game. This 100-card set lets your deck shine brighter than ever before with brand new cards for Kite, Tenjo's Photon, and Galaxy strategy from Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Expect the unexpected in Photon Hypernova with powerful new cards to discover that are truly out of this world. Here's just some of what you can look forward to. A new world of strategy opens up thanks to new Photon and Galaxy cards. Unleash up to three attacks on your opponent's monsters with a brand new form of number 62 Galaxy Eyes Prime Photon Dragon. If you're looking for more Photon and Galaxy cards to increase your synergies, you can find some in Legendary Duelist Season 2. Brand new Chaos Monsters. New Tuner Monsters will help you unleash the, a massive multi-attacking monster banishing synchro monster powerhouse that can reach 4500 attack. If Synchro Summons aren't your thing, you can try a world premiere monster whose capabilities change depending on where the monsters you banish originate from. 
Visa Starfrost Journey continues. New cards to complement these Scareclaw, Tierlemans, and Kshatri strategies from Dimension Force, Power of the Elements, and Darkwing Blast. Illuminate new strategies and uncover brand new cards that might seem familiar. New cards that explore modern ways to play themes from the past. Saddle up duelists, get ready to run the most dangerous race ever devised by man with a brand new world premiere theme and more. So, there's a lot to unpack uh, here. A racing theme? Yeah, so that's what they're saying. The most dangerous race ever devised by man with a brand new world premiere theme. D didn't we already have a racing theme, I thought? So, you have F.A. Yeah. Which is, what does F.A. stand for? F free agents? Maybe I'm thinking U.A. But that's like... No, F.A. There's F.A. Dawn Dragster, so... Yeah. Because I remember that being like something athlete... So I think UA is ultimate athlete. Ultimate athlete, maybe something like or that. Ultra athlete, yeah. So ultra I guess, athlete, that's it. Yeah, then I guess FA is just like a branch of that archetype where it's racing. I don't think it's even a branch. I think it's just its own separate thing. You know, you know how you know how I think that that that, that archetype could be really cool. The this racing archetype or the other one? That racing archetype. If it was all based on death race. That rated R movie from like 2010. Besides that, with I mean Jason Statham. I mean mechanically. Oh, uh, sure, tell me. Okay, so what you could do is have your main deck monsters be able to create the extra deck monsters, where the extra deck monsters are vehicles, and the main deck monsters are pilots that, like, let's say you synchro summon, mm -hmm. immediately on synchro summon, they equip because now they're driving the cars. Oh, that's such a cool idea. I was thinking that the main deck monsters would be, like, cars, right? Like, mm -hmm. like machine-type cars. And then you have a bunch of equip spells that powers them up. Like you're adding like turbos to the car and adding new oh. tires. Oh, or like a turret where it get working like attack yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, there's actually, actually something else you could do is add like maybe a catapult or trebuchet to the back and do like that one, that one card, I can't think of the name of the card, where it would attack, where you could like pop a card and then every card that was adjacent to it also got destroyed. Oh, I have no idea. That's, do kind of an AOE. That sounds super janky, but that's probably why i've never heard of it yeah but yeah like <laughs> yeah but like something like that would be pretty cool yeah i feel like there's a lot of different ways that they could go with this also um the idea of it being uh centered around lightning mcqueen excites me a lot i like <laughs> i liked cars a lot growing up it was a favorite of mine the video game for cars the original cars video game was awesome i, I never played it oh it's great it's great it's got awesome controls for any racing game and it's open world. I'll take your word. Well, there was a Transformers game on the PlayStation 2 that was very, very similar. And I can't remember the name of it. Is it called Transformers? Yes, it was like Transformers something something. I don't remember. All I'm saying is the Cars video game was great. It, it was one of many amazing PS2 racing games that did not get near the attention they deserve. Sim similar to how the SpongeBob games are built to be like goofy spongebob games yeah but they actually all turned out to be like amazing video games part of that was entirely due to the fact that they leaned into their goofiness which was a good thing yeah sure but just the concepts of the world building and the way that they fleshed out bikini yeah, yeah. bottom and all that particularly in like the original battle for bikini bottom right or bikini battle for bikini bottom rehydrated which was yeah the recent an A plus game, by yeah. the way. Uh, a recent uh, remake? remaster. Yeah, remaster. It's remaster. All I'm saying is, if you haven't played Battle for Bikini Bottom re Rehydrated, oh, great game. It's on the PlayStation Store. But <laughs> circling back around to the thing yes. we're actually talking about here, 
I think that this is cool, right? I think that we've already gotten the new 4,500 attack boss monster yeah, in yeah. a in a previous episode we talked about it, it yeah. was a card reveal from the ocg yep similar to what we're doing today but overall it'll probably be fun i don't know that everything here will be <sighs> dropping things Golf i don't know clap. that it... i gotta have something like to play with in my hands that's that like adhd where like i yeah. have to be moving get a fidget cube i probably should have one i probably should have one because i i had a fidget spinner for a while but uh, people kept making fun of me, so I stopped. I got rid yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said get a fidget cube. People won't make fun of you for a fidget cube. Not to your face. Yeah, exactly. It's a step up. I'd rather him tell me. <laughs> I'd rather him say something. Anyway, moving right along. We've talked about a lot of the cards in here. The new world premiere stuff will obviously be new, and we'll cover it probably right around the time that the set gets, you know, real reveals in yeah. the TCG. But in the next, I don't know, two months, three months, maybe. Uh, four. Very, po very possibly near the beginning of February. Yeah, we'll probably get the reveals right around then. So, yeah. All right. Now the next thing is we have the reveals for Darkwing Blast coming. So Darkwing Blast comes out late October, a few weeks, about yeah. two and a half, three weeks. I'm excited. Same. So basically they're announcing each of the new things that they're excited to showcase in Darkwing yeah. Blast. They're doing content creator YouTube. Yeah. Uh, basically little yeah, specialized yeah. videos yeah, done so by content like, creators for each theme. Yeah. So like one content creator will cover the Bisted archetype. Another content creator will cover the blah, blah archetype. And then like a third one will cover the random free agents. Right. So, which is cool. I like that they do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you are listening to this on Tuesday, we will have actually already had the first day of this, the, the first couple. So this started on Sunday Oh. Yes. I don't know exactly who did it because I pulled up my YouTube and it didn't immediately pop up, so I don't know. Yeah. But so Sunday will be the new Blackwing cards. Then Monday is the new Ninja Monsters. Oh, that's right. They just got Steam the Cloak back. Yeah, Blackwing's just got Steam the Cloak. The Blackwing cards oh. have a real shot to actually be very competitive. Yeah, yeah. So. And then next we have the... Uh, uh, they announced that if you participate in regional qualifiers this season and OTS championships uh, during the Darkwing Blast season, you can get the new Ninja playmat. Uh, Which with, is awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. And then on Tuesday, you'll have the new Bistial archetype, which is... Bisted. It's, yeah, it's Bisted yeah. in the OCG, and they it got translated to Bistial. And then they announced a new form for Lubellian called the Bistial Lubellian. Then I think, I guess this is Wednesday or Thursday, they're doing Goatee, which is the, the fish theme from last set. They have a bunch of new support coming in this set. What like, is that? Six cards? Yeah, half a dozen cards. Jesus. And then the next day, last day, um, you can also get an ultra rare. They announced that they're going to get do an ultra rare Muckraker from the Underworld. So, as the premier cool. card. Muckraker is a cool card. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's another card added into that underworld lore. 
yeah, yeah, from the underworld of the overworld of the other of of the underworld, blah blah. Yeah, yeah, tour guide, tour bias, all that. Tour, well, yeah, and there's also beat cop, so it's like, it's like adverb, job, from the underworld or of the underworld. Well, I would just say job of the underworld or from the underworld. Fair enough, because like beat cop, it is a job, yeah. And like a muckraker is like a type of reporter, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. That isn't dispatched erotzi. So hard to say. Huh? In an earlier set, there was a common link monster called dispatch erotzi. Oh, I didn't know that. Like paparazzi. Yeah. But, and he was like a little fiend where I think his head was a camera. That, that tracks. Little demon dude. Yeah. All right. Next we have, we're going to talk about some evil eye support. This is actually from Photon Hypernova. Yep. And this set releases like in the next week or two in the OCG. So, so the, uh, according to, so the first line on Yu-Gi-Oh! organization for this, it's time for a glorious baptism of darkness to begin. If that isn't evil eye, edgy ridiculousness, I don't know what is. Oh, yeah. All right. Why don't you read the first card? Sure can do. Let's see. First off, we have uh, Basil Trice, familiar of the Evil Eye, level three Dark Fiend, one thousand attack, two thousand defense. That's bulky for a level three. Anyway, uh, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is in your hand or graveyard, and you control an Evil Eye monster, quick effect: special summon this card, but then banish it when it leaves the field. So it special summons itself out of your hand or graveyard. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two, during your opponent's turn, you can quick effect. Immediately after this effect resolves, link summon an evil eye monster using materials you control. So it's it's uh, formula synchron, but for links. Yes. Rough. When you do, you can treat evil eye equipped spells as monsters and use them as materials. Holy. That's crazy. Jesus. Next, we have evil eye resurrection. This is a normal spell card. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. First effect, send one evil eye monster and one evil eye spell trap from your deck to the graveyard. Add one evil eye equip spell from your deck to your hand also for the rest of this turn. Each time you activate a non-evil eye card or effect, you lose 500 life points. Two, if you link summon an evil eye monster, you can banish this card from your graveyard, equip one evil eye, equip spell from your graveyard to one evil eye link monster you control. So there is a non-zero chance they went for Satan, Satan to make it sound extra demony as it sounds like Satan. Uh, on the translation here for YG organization, they went with resurrection to give it a similar vibe as a lot of video games and media would go with something like resurrection for the Dark Lord going full demon mode. So fascinating i know you would have read that out if i didn't so i may as well just read it fair enough you're you're big into the uh etymology of the cards yes i am yeah so all right let's talk about some generators yes uh by the way we don't know if we did the generator and evil eye cards yet we probably didn't it's a possibility we did and just forgot so we're doing it again just to be safe yeah 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 we figured you'd rather hear it twice than never hear it at all, because... Exactly. There are people that like Evil Eye and Generator for some reason. I think the archetype's cool. Getting back on track. 
Uh, so uh, sure, you for, think that first new card is Vara, <laughs> Sid here of the Generator Bosses, level nine fairy effect monster, twenty five hundred attack and defense, which makes it a uh, what is it, what were those machines called? Gizmak. Yeah, it kind of makes it a Gizmak without being a machine. Uh, you can only see second and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, you can only control one Vara Sid here of the Generator Bosses. Two, if this card is in your hand or graveyard, you can send another. You can send one other generator card from your hand to the graveyard, special summon this card, but banish it and leaves the field. Interesting. Three, if this card is special summoned, you can special summon a generator monster from your hand or graveyard, except another copy of itself. Note, Vara itself seems to be Germanic or Nordic, or Nordic, Nordic word for Nerdic. heed or be aware of. It can also be a feminized spelling of Var, the goddess of oaths. Sit here itself is a form of pre-Christian Nordic magic associated with both seeing slash telling the future as well as shaping the future. And while both men and women practice it, it has an association with the feminine. Interesting. Right. Next we have a an Xyz monster. Leviathan Generator Boss of Shadows. Or Leviathan? Or is it Leviathan? Uh, it'd be Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan. Or Leviathan. Leviathan? Leviathan, maybe? It's, it's, it's a pun on Leviathan. Yeah, yeah. Generator Boss of Shadows, Rank 9 Fire Fairy Xyz Effect Monster, 2500 Attack, 2500 Defense, Materials, 2 plus level 9 monsters. One, you can only control one uh, Leviton Generator Boss of Shadows. Two, all monsters your opponent controls lose 1000 Attack and Defense. And three, quick effect, you contribute this Xyz Summoned card, special summon one Fairy Generator Xyz Monster from your deck. Then you can attach cards from the field and or any graveyards to it as material up to the numbers of material this card had. So these cards seem really, really good for the for the generator archetype, right? So um, Vara gives you another way to get into your level 9 Xyz, right? It's an yeah, extender. Yeah. And then... The level 9 Xyz lets you tag out into... I don't know specifically. So they, t I think they let you tag into each other. Oh, uh, maybe. All right. And then you can also add a bunch of stuff on the field. Depending on the different effects. Yeah. 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 Cause I think there is a uh, Leviathan and then I want to say one is Har. And I, I don't know where off the top of my head. Unfortunately, one is your monger. I know that. Oh, Jormungandr. Really? Yes. I haven't actually looked. You would, you would love this archetype. Probably. You would love this archetype. Ah, and they're very pretty, and it's pretty cheap because it's not considered a quote-unquote good deck, but it actually does have some really cool uh, plays and synergies. Hmm. I'll have to take a look at it at some point. Yeah. Jormungandr is a really cool concept that I don't... Uh, have you ever seen the card? No. Well, you can show me after... The, you can show me after it's I, I have some copies. I'll show it to you after we record. Awesome. Some of the cards used to be really expensive. Yeah, I know that there was one that was like a green fairy lady. Yeah, Mardell. Generator yeah. Boss of Light, I think. Yeah, something like that. And she was really expensive because she was using different like plant strategies. Because oh. it's just like a generically good plant card. I see, says the blind man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, next, we have a new tier limit field spell. This beach episode won't be stopped by the mere ban list. That's right. <laughs> so this is... Uh... The First World... Of the Ripple Songstress, Tier Elements, Pearl Regia. I think it's just Tier Elements, Pearl Regia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, no, I mean, that thing is Japanese name is the first world of the great, the graceful Ripple Songstresses. 
Yeah, which is a wild name. Yeah, and then we just call it Tierlemans Prolegia. Pro, it's Prolegia. Yeah, that's per, what I said. Prolegia? Ah, uh, whatever. Prolegia sounds cooler. Um, you can only see second effect. <laughs> this card's name must return. Fusion monsters and Tierlemans. You control gain 500 attack. All fusions. The name of this card is what I says it is, and what I says it is is cool. If an aqua that's how, that's tier how it sounded to me. If an aqua tier limits monster is sent to your graveyard by a card effect, you can send a level four level aqua monster from your deck to the graveyard. But if it is not a tier limits monster, you cannot activate cards with the effective card to that name for the rest of this turn. Okay, so this is cool, right? Because it allows you to chain block your tier limits. Because if mm. it gets sent to graveyard by card effect, right, it'll trigger its fusion effect, and then you can also trigger this chain link too. And because the tier limit cards don't target, quote unquote, you can send a card from deck to grave as long as you have materials to fuse with and then use that card that you sent from deck to grave as the fusion material. That is true. Uh, the only exception with that, I think, would be, well, you can't activate and um, King of the Swamp is an activated effect. So never mind. What? You can with that you can mill the king of the swamp. Is he an aqua? Yeah. Holy moly! That's yeah. crazy because so many of the decks, so many tier limit decks have cut king of the swamp at this point. I think. Let me double check on that. I'm I'm like nine percent sure he's an aqua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it is, but it's just crazy to me because king, like I said, king of the swamp has been cut. So it might need to bring him back in. <laughs> maybe right. Uh, I mean, this is a card. That was a twenty dollar card, and yeah, now you're looking aqua. at now you're looking at a, a five dollar card again. Maybe thinking, man, maybe we should pick these up again, right? Maybe, uh, but yeah, like yeah, because it states if an aqua Tierlings monster is sent to your graveyard by card effect, and then Channeling one would be that, Channeling two would be this, send a level four or lower aqua monster from your deck to the graveyard. But if it's not a tier element, you cannot activate cards or the effects of cards of that same name for the rest of this turn. And then Kingless Swamp's effect is an activated effect; it's a passive. Right, right. Or it, well, is it a condition of the card or just a passive effect? It's a passive effect. It just happens. It just stays happening. Weird. Even in grave? Yes. You can. Yes. That's weird. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so theoretically, yes, you could still then with one mil set up a King of Swamp play there. To make right. Whatever so, you so want. So you could literally, if this card is up, you could go Foolish Burial, send a tier limit. Chain link one, the tier limit you just sent. Chain link two, the field spell, send the king of the swamp. Very critically, you have to have a, a, another yeah. ma another material in grave already to in, attempt. Well, in hand, field, or grave. Oh, fair enough. It's, there basically there has to be another legal material that you can fuse with. Now, I would probably, if my opponent only had the one in grave and they didn't have one in on field, and they've I, okay, hold on. Let me go back. I think the tier limits confuse hand, field, and grave. I know they can do hand and grave. Yeah. I think they can do field also. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Just okay. So I that could point be wrong, have, right? I could be wrong. But at that, that point, they'd have to like mill two. Um. Well, what I'm gonna say is, if they send one to grave, and they activate that effect in grave, chain link one, and then the field spell chain link two, they can send king of the swamp and. Yeah, but. I think that they would have to have another suitable ma fusion yeah, yeah. material they, they in have, their hand at that point. They would have to be able to be able to conduct the summon without the extra mill from the field spell. Right. So my question there is, 
do they have to reveal the, that that they have a legal target or that they have a legal way to fuse in their hand? I th- okay, so I think what the way I think what's supposed to happen. Do they it, even have to have it? Okay, I think okay. The way I think of it, from what I remember of how they're worded, is yes, they have to have a proper summon. But you can't check hands. That's not a thing anymore. But I think the de- the declaration of the effect is declaring I have a valid target in hand. So what is it? Just trust me, bro. You can always, I mean, you can always just call a judge if you're, this is going to cause some judge issues. I can already see. Yeah, I would think so. If, the, if that's how that works, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so if you're a judge, uh, please reach out to us and let us know exactly how yeah. something like that would have to resolve. Because my understanding would be that you would have to have a material handy, right? Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you would have to have a material, either a second material like, for example, like I said, my opponent activates Foolish Burial, sends Tyrolemon's Havness, and they activate Havness, Chainlink 1, this Chainlink 2. Well, if they don't have another material to fuse with in their hand or field, I don't think they can even activate Havness. So, hey, hang on, I'm reading Havness, just to make sure on the fusion effect. Well, yeah, they're all the same. Hand, field, and or graveyard, including this card. So it, I, I, but I mean, if it's turn zero, and that's the first thing you do is activate foolish. Yeah, they don't have anything else on grave. They don't have anything else on. Field. Yeah. So that point is, if you don't trust your opponent, you're going to have to call a judge and have them verify that that's even that that's even a legal activation. Right. That would be my understanding of it. Because from because otherwise it's just it's literally just trust me, bro. I have a legal target in my hand. Yeah. I'm not going to use it or show it to you, but I have it. Right. Okay. So let's go ahead and talk about the next card, which is a new V-Jump promo. This comes out um, later in October in the OCG. There's no telling when we're going to get it. (laughs) I love this dude. This is Armored Insect Combination Zex Stagger. Wind Insect Level 8, 1500 Attack, 2600 Defense. Its effect is a complete secret. But the info blurb mentions that the October issue promo will be an insect monster that works well with cards from Photon Hypernova and that its effect or effects allow it to special summon itself and other insect monsters. So check out this dude. So, okay. So, like, for his shoulder pads, he has, like, a ladybug. And on his other shoulder pad is an Asian beetle. One arm has, like, a bee stinger. Uh, his, his chest plate looks like Cell from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, who's also based off of us. Uh, various beetles mm-hmm. uh and then like his head he's got like a stag uh head like a hercules beetle yeah her no hercules beetle is one. Oh, stag beetle then is and that the pincer two. yeah it's the pin- big pincer one yeah, yeah uh and then he's got like a butterfly on one sh- for one shin guard a, and a moth for the moth other for the other one wielding a sword as tall as he is a la guts from berserk oh and on the other arm he has a giant bee stinger yeah like right, i said the bee stinger oh okay i, I, yeah. I missed it like this dude this dude. So imagine the uh, gear gigant, uh, gigantic gear gigant X or whatever the, yeah, the rank X, three guy. Yeah. Imagine that, but made of bugs instead of machines. Ma- made of the insect, made up of different insectors. Yeah. Okay. This dude. So the kanji for his name in most cases means beetle, but in a more literal sense, it's armor plus insect, and this monster seems to combine more than just regular beetles. So there you go. All right, next we have Fierce Tiger Menghu, which seems to be a play off of um, Tiger King Wenghu. Yeah, King Tiger Wenghu. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a uh, retrain. Retrain, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Earth Beast level 4, 1700 attack, 1000 defense, which I believe are also King Tiger Wangu's exact stats. I believe so. One, all other monsters on the field lose 500 attack. Two, once per turn during your main phase, you can destroy all monsters on the field with lower attack than this card. An interesting removal thing. Mm -hmm. So, Just like Tiger King, uh, King Tiger Wanghu. Yes. Translator note. Much like King Tiger Wanghu, which is King and Tiger, Minghu's name is also duplicated, Fierce and Tiger. Also expect the, na the name to change if I got the Chinese wrong. Fair. Okay, so basically Tiger King, so basically King Tiger Wang Hu is just King Tiger King Tiger. Yes. So in this case it'd be Fierce Tiger Fierce Tiger hence the uh who at the end I guess. Yeah. All right, uh, next we have some new Bestial and Sword Soul cards. You do the Bestial one with the Sword Soul one. Fair enough. Uh we have uh Bestial Baldrake, Dark Dragon uh, level 6, 2,500 attack, 2,000 defense. You can only use the first, second effect of this card's name each once per turn. 1. You can target a light or dark monster in either graveyard, Banshee, and if you do, special on this card from your hand. This is a quick effect if your opponent controls a monster. Woo-wee! Yo! DD Crow? At quick effect speed. At special summoning itself, and it's big. Uh, 2. If your opponent special summons a Ritual Fusion, Synchro Exceeds, and or Link monsters... Monster or monsters, you contribute one other light or dark monster, then target those special monsters, banish them. This card is so interesting. It's know, potentially it's... just a good hand trap. Imagine if you could run three DD Crow and three of this guy into the tier elements matchup. Oh, yeah, no, just banish all their tier elements, and then, hey, look, you summon a fusion, it's banished. Yeah. What you gonna do? Well, what you have you to one do? other one, but what yeah. you gonna do? The other thing uh, is, Embisted, though I think that's n I think that's nothing. You know, you know what else is really cool? What's that? This dude's level six. I know, which means he actually has some synergy with the Sword Soul cards, which is insane. Speaking of Sword Soul cards, Sword Soul Dragon of the Abyss, Fire Worm, a special summon effect monster, level eight, three thousand attack, twenty nine hundred defense. Cannot be normal summoner set. Must be special summoned by a Worm monster's effect. And you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. Okay. One, if a monster is banished by card effect, you can special summon this card from your graveyard if it was there when the monster was banished, or hand even if not. But banish it when it leaves the field. Two, if this card is special summoned, you can target one card in the field zone and one card your opponent controls or in their graveyard, banish them. So this, this is interesting, right? If you just have it in your hand then potentially it f it sets up as a form of interruption. Mm -hmm. It might be more specifically applicable against decks that have field spells, but realistically... To me, that effect just screams, we we hear, we could, uh, it just screams Konami going, we hear you complain about Mystic Mind, here's another out to Mystic Mind that normally wouldn't be able to activate under Mystic Mind. Potentially. So it's interesting because the Sword Soul deck has so many ways to banish a monster. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. He doesn't be special summoned by a worm's effect. He doesn't care what worm does it. Yeah, he is a worm. That means he can special summon stuff by his own effect, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but he can also be special summoned. No, I think Yazzie has to be a certain le like level seven or lower right? or something. Maybe. Like okay. Well, you yeah, you like, talk about that. Let me look up. Yeah, but like literally just any, first off any worm that can special summon another worm can pull this guy out. No problem. 
Oh no, it's any worm type monster from yeah. your deck. So Yazi can do it. Yes. From deck. Okay, oh my but God. what's really interesting is he's level eight, which means he's not really good as synchro material. But he's also just a big body. Yeah, he's 3k attack, 2900 defense. It almost serves as like a main deck boss monster. And so what I'm thinking is, so if a monster is banished by card effect, what you can do is you can synchro with Taya and Chishao. And then when Taya goes to grave, Taya can send Sword Soul Dragon of the Abyss to the graveyard. And then Chishao. And then Chishao can, instead of adding one to hand, banish. can banish one. And then New Chain. He triggers. Right. You'd have to specifically do it as as uh, Chinging, Chain Link 2. No, uh, Ch Chain Link 1. Chishao, thank you. Chishao Chi 1, Taya 2. Taya 2. And I think that's how, yes, I think that, was, that would be the correct way to do that. Yes, because he would have to be there. If he's in the graveyard, he has to be there in the graveyard when the monster is banished. Oh, wait a minute. Better. If it's in your hand and you have a Chi Shao, they activate a field spell. Cool. Normal summon a monster. Chi Shao negate. Effect a special. Effect on field. Pop to banish your uh, field spell and your special monster. Like, uh, yeah. Like the. Uh, oh, it serves as another form of interruption. Okay. Here's the coolest part about this. Sword Soul really needed one more form of interruption. And now they have it. Right. Also, if Sword Soul can find a way to run a field spell, then it'll guarantee that Sword Soul always has a field spell to banish because this just says a target A card in the field zone. It doesn't say which one. Yeah, that is fair. So it'll basically... That was one of Sword Soul's big problems is they had plenty of interruption on field and they even have back row interruption, but they don't really have many reliable searchable forms of hand interaction, which is something that the deck was missing. That's one of the reasons that the deck is not the most competitive right now. So th this will be interesting to see. Oh, definitely. So, uh, I mean, and, and it's not like insane wackadoo. This is crazy. Why are they printing this? It's a cool one of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a cool one of. All right, next we have some new Ice Jade cards. Uh, shout out to Mirren from the Discord server, one of our moderators, who is an Ice Jade enthusiast to the core. All right. I respect uh, it. Uh, you want the synchro or you want me to do it? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. All right, we have Ice Jade. You want A me to do it? Agarine Geimer. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Azurine. Oh, Agar Geimer. Here we go. Okay, okay, I see what they're doing. Okay, there's no way that's right. No, it's Japanese name. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, I'm looking at this. There's no way it's Agar Geimer. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's it's Agar. It's probably like Agarine Geimer. Yeah, I'll take that. Which just sounds cool. Uh, water Aqua Synchro effect level ten, three thousand. Uh, attack fifteen hundred defense. One water tuner plus one or more non-tuner monsters. Hey, you can make this in Sword Soul. Yeah, you really can. This is actually very doable in Sword Soul because all the Sword Soul tokens are water attribute tuners. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, quick effect. You can make face-up monsters control unable to be destroyed or banished by your opponent's card effects for the rest of this turn. Then, even if this effect was activated in response to the activation of opponent's card or effects, you can banish all cards with that name on their field and in their graveyard. I don't... Oh, I get it. So your opponent activates, let's say, a lightning storm. Sure. Chain this. Nothing. None of your monsters can can be if they declare monsters, 
chain this, can't be popped, and then you banish their copy of Lightning Storm. However, something else you can do, hilariously enough, is let's say they, let's say you're up against, uh, I don't know, tier element, normal summon a tier, a tier monster. Sure. They activate that effect, chain this effect, and they, in that, in that tier of the monster, they oh, also gets banished. Oh, it doesn't have to destroy. Correct. It's just. Oh. Then if this effect was activated in response to the activation of an opponent's card or effect, you can banish all cards of that name in their field and in their graveyard. So opponent activates Mystic Mind, chain this card, banished yep. to Mystic Mind. Yep. And That's yep. interesting. And then they have more. And then they have more copies in the graveyard. It, they go too. That's really crazy. Uh, two. If a card or cards is banished by an opponent's effect, all those cards in your graveyard, special summon it. Okay. Note the title of Empress was omitted in the TCG for Cosmoclore's. Cos- yeah, Cosmoclore's name, but in the lore, Cosmoclore passes this title to Argarine. Ar- Argarine or whatever. I, this I think ca- it's I think it's Agarine. Let's yeah, Agarine. This card, however, uses a less common kanji instead of the one for Empress. This one is similar to the Empress kanji, but with a mouth radical, and it means to wail, to cry. Fitting for her becoming the new Empress after the collapse of the uh, Indian Cradle and the loss of the Empress Cosmoclore. So I, think it, it, I think it'll be a playable card, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I, I don't want to, um, in the words of our moderator who said, don't do this. I don't want to call this card out as bad because it's an Ice Jade card. I, I think that it's very playable, and the Ice Jades desperately needed an extra deck monster. This is their first step in actually, yeah, a little like, bit more relevance. Like Not only do they need an extra deck monster, this is actually a very solid extra deck monster. Yeah, it's a form of interruption. Like, and I, I really like it. I think it's a good card. And it's playable in Sword Soul. It's even better. It's playable in any, in any, in any deck that can hit level 10s using Water Tuners. Yeah. All right, next we have the Great Ice Jade Sword Appearance. This is a normal spell card. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if there is a monster on your opponent's field and or in their graveyard, and you control a water monster, you can take one Ice Jade monster from your deck and either send it to your graveyard or special summon it. Whoo, it's just Ooh. E-telly. If a face-up Ice Jade monster you control leaves the field by your opponent except by being destroyed and except during the damage step, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one card your opponent controls and banish it. Holy moly. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and dude, the artwork for this card is so cool. So the artwork is the monster, which is Ice Jade, Azurine, Geimer, um, fighting the... The new Sword Soul The new Sword Soul monster, yeah. That it is actually really cool. Really nice artwork. Yeah, really it's cool. super sick. All right, and the last new card we're going to do is uh, we have some new Dogmatica cards. So uh, dibs on the monster on this one. Yeah, go for it. So we have a new Dogmatica monster called White Zoe of Dogmatica. This is a level 12 light spellcaster ritual effect monster. 4,000 attack and 4,000 defense. You heard that right. It is a level 12 ritual Dogmatica monster. With 4K, 4K stats. You can ritual summon this card with Dogmatic Calamity. Cannot be ritual summoned except with a Dogmatica card's effect. This rules out it being ritual summoned through like the... Um, Meteonis Drytron. Yeah, Meteonis Drytron for like two Drytron monsters. Yeah, or... Because it's 4K attack. Yeah, or like any other ritual right, right. that station uses to ritual summon any ritual. No, it's yeah. got to be specifically... Right, and there's an... Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, Dogmatica monsters you control are unaffected by your opponent's activated fusion, synchro, Ixies, and link monster effects. Two, 
during your main phase, you can have your opponent apply one of these effects. They either they send one card from their hand or extra deck to the graveyard for every two cards in their extra deck, or they return all fusion synchro XCs and link monsters they control to the extra deck. So they can either bounce all these cards from their field or they have to discard. They have to either discard or send a card from the extra deck to the grave for every two cards. So right from the grip, you're sending seven cards to their graveyard, either from their hand or extra deck, their choice. I can see one situation. I can see one major situation where this would backfire. Against Flunder? No. Against uh, any deck that is only you that's using the extra deck, not as I'm just going to fetch my combo pieces. But decks like Labyrinth, where they're like, oh, I'm going to run a bunch of Intuses and I'm going to run a bunch of. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Send an Intus. I'll send another Intus. I'll send another Intus. I'll send a Garuros. So that's pop three and draw one. I think Intuses are once per turn. Uh. Yeah, so it's like, let's say they are. Send an Entis, send a Cypher Mortar Mega, send a Wind Pegasus Ad Ignister, send a Guru. <laughs> it's a soft ones per turn. Send three Entises, send a Guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send all this stuff, get all send these. Send a Ferragic, draw one, put one on the bottom. Yeah, put all, get all kinds of effects going off. Yeah, it could potentially be really dangerous. Go and turn to zero, but once you know what your opponent is playing. Well, that's the thing. I don't think you can do it turn zero, because I think if you do it turn zero. They just say, okay, I'll return all the ones I control to the extra deck, and they don't control any. During your main phase. Well, yeah, that's fair. You, yeah, no, you would want to summon like this a, It would be like too. a board breaker card. Yeah. So. Really easy to do, too. So, fun fact, um, this dude's Japanese name is is a white Nadir of Evil Dogma. You know, Nadir, as in Nadir's servant. So... Just for posterity's sake, I want to read Dogmatic Calamity for y'all. That's fair. So this was a card that was released in Lightning Overdrive, like, back in the gut. This card can be used to ritual summon any Dogmatica ritual monster. You must also tribute monsters from your hand or field whose total levels equal exactly equal the level of the ritual monster you ritual summoned, or send one monster from your extra deck to the graveyard whose level equals the level of the ritual monster you ritual summon. So you can just send... A level 12. A level synchro. 12. Well, fusion. Synchro, fusion. Whatever. For the rest of this turn, after this card resolves, you cannot special on monsters from the extra deck. You can only use one Dogmatic Calamity per turn. So, or you can only activate once per turn. So, here's the really interesting part about this. It lets a Dogmatica deck run cards in their extra deck. They would Something like yeah. Five-Headed Dragon, right? Mm -hmm. He's level 12, and he's 5,000 attack, which makes him a perfect target punishment for dogmatica punishment yeah yeah because i only know of like two cards that you can't punishment for with five-headed dragon um yeah i can't come up with any off the top of my head i, I think to be so, fair so the two ones i'm thinking of are both towers anyway yeah i think that there is a oh gosh this is gonna be like trivia now yeah so i think there's a couple of photon cards yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, yeah, a considerable amount of the photon cards can buff themselves to be above 5,000. No, I think that there's a couple of them that have base like 6,000 attack. No, no, there's no, no, not 6,000. But I know, I think one or two of them have 5k though. But I think that still puts them in punishment range for that. Yeah, because it's equal to or greater than or equal to or, yeah. or less than or equal to. Yeah, hold on, yeah. Let's say just pull up the. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's look at this. Now I'm curious. Yeah, 
all right let, let's let's uh okay this is all like not planned yeah just kind of on the fly we're we're doing this on the fly it's the best part about having a computer right here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um this would be less than or equal to five thousand <laughs> okay there's only a few so there's cyber dark and dragon is 5k dragon master knight is 5k Dystopia the Despondent, which I've never heard of, is 5K. Well, Five-Headed Dragon is 5K. Well, Dragon Master Knight isn't going to come out at five at five at a uh, forty-five or at a uh, forty-five hundred or five K. Okay, so there's a dozen cards, or there's eleven cards that are five K. There's eleven cards that are or t nine. I can't do math. Nine cards are five K. Hmm. And there's nothing over five K base attack. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So minus like a stat, like attack boosting stuff. Yeah, you can punishment anything with a five headed dragon. So you have the punishment five headed dragon hit something that's bigger than you were than an Entis. Yeah, which is a wide range. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but then you can also utilize five headed dragon as your ritual spell target. All right, you want to hit our last card, and then we'll do our couple of mailbag questions that we have the time for. Yeah, definitely. Uh. Drag matrix. Oh, dog or dog or dogmatic Dogmaticatrix. Yeah, dogmaticatrix. Dog, dog, dogmatica plus matrix. Yeah, yeah. Continuous spell. You can only activate one card with this card name per turn. When this card resolves, you can add a dogmatic or ritual monster or ritual spell from your deck to your hand. Then, if your opponent controls a monster, you can add a dogmatica card from your deck to your hand. So on, act on activation, get the. Ritual monster and the ritual spell. Yeah. Literally. Uh, two, once per turn, if you control a dogmatic or ritual monster, you can look at either extra deck, send a monster from it to the graveyard. Holy moly. Okay, it's Ijurine. That's how you say the Ice Jade card. It's Ijurine. Ah, oh, Ijurine. Thank you to whoever. Th thank you, Mirren, our moderator, who's an thank Ice you. Jade expert. Um, uh, we owe you. Yeah, big time. <laughs> okay, so. That is finally all of the new cards. Um, let's go ahead and knock out a couple of mailbag questions. Some good, some for bad. The, for the last five minutes we have of this episode. So, um, have you ever had any experience with the Boy Scouts of America or scouting, and what are your thoughts on the program? So, I was a Boy Scout. Oh, were you? For many years. Really? I did not know this. Yes. Um, I, I got all the way up to Bear Scout. Okay. Above that are Eagle Scouts. Sure. Um, Eagle Scouts are like the highest thing, right? I think. It's been years since I've even thought about this. Sure. No, 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 no. It's Bear, Weebelow, Eagle. Weebelow? I think. There's no way that's a rank. A again, it's been years. I know Weebelow is in there somewhere. I have no idea how to spell it. Don't ask. I never saw it written. Just told. Go. Keep anyway, um, I, ha I had a whole lot of fun with it. Uh, unfortunately... Okay, that's not even a thing. Okay. Scout, Tenderfoot, Second Class, First Class, Star, Life, Eagle. Weird, because I was a bear scout whenever I... Whenever, uh, unfortunately, my troop had to disband due to lack of individuals. Gotcha. Didn't have enough people. Um, my closest thing is the church that I went to when I grew up uh, had this thing called something scouts i don't know it was a weird church thing um 
And I did that for like one summer and realized that uh, the outdoors is icky and gross and I don't like it. And I, I didn't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, did a lot, did lots of uh, fishing and hiking and outdoorsy stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I still have my Boy Scout knife at home, like at my mother's place somewhere. Crazy. Um, are either okay? Uh, and thoughts on the program? <sighs> I, it, don't, it, I don't know. I haven't kept up with it, and it needs work. Yeah, sure. That's all I'm gonna say. It needs some work. Um, are or have either of you ever been involved in any other card games, competitively or otherwise? Uh, we both dabbled in Magic a little bit growing up. Listen. I've dabbled in Magic, uh, Pokemon, uh, Force of Will. Oh, what was it? Uh, Fa- uh, Vanguard. I would also count Hearthstone here. Hearthstone as well. I've yeah. done Hearthstone. I've also done Magic Gathering Arena, which is also Magic, but it's a little bit different. It's Magic. Uh, and then there was another Shadowverse. I've also done Shadowverse. Yeah. Any thoughts on the upcoming One Piece card game? Yeah, I really want to play it. If somebody so, wants to send me decks and cards, I'll pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also interested in it just because the cards look cool. Yeah, and because I'm a huge One Piece fan. Uh, are there any budget strategies you can think of that seem good for the upcoming format? Budget. It, okay, it depends on your definition of This budget. could be an entire episode all on its own, honestly. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. We'll, we'll, we'll hold it. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, we'll see, yeah, we'll oh, see. Yeah. Uh... But like, okay, so like, let's just say your budget is like 150 bucks. You could probably build. Uh, my first thought is Tri Brigade, but that's yeah. always my first thought. Yeah, yeah. My my second thought is actually just straight up Labyrinth, and that, but that's because it's a trap deck. Definitely for 150 dollars, you could easily build Sword Soul these days, mm-hmm. except for Baron. Yeah, yeah. Baron's 100 on its own. Without Baron, you can probably do the whole deck minus Staples, of course, just the core. For maybe like what, uh, seventy bucks? Yeah, let's just say eighty. It might be. I mean, Tyaz are supers. Longyons are like a, yeah, du- yeah. a buck. Uh, Ecclesias are like three bucks, two bucks. Uh, Punishments oh, yeah. a dollar. And your, I, your big expenses are Mo Yees are about twelve or thirteen, and, and like emergencies are like seven or eight. So just think sixty dollars for your emergency for yeah. your Mo Yees and your emergencies, and then everything else is twenty bucks max. So yeah, yeah. eighty bucks. Uh, I mean, you could also... And all the tiny cards are common or rare. Yeah. And theoretically, you could get a way of building the deck without Baron, right? Yeah, you absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah, so, but you don't need Baron for the deck. It's it's better with Baron. There's no getting around that. Yeah, but you don't need it. No, you don't. You, you could build the whole deck, extra deck included, for easily $100. Yeah. Um, not, not including side or staples, because you yeah. need like 12 hand traps. Yeah. Uh, now, you can build labyrinth from the ground up because that's what i ended up having to do for the most part for like 150 like for like 150 d- bucks yeah yeah and that's including the stables you would run yeah like i don't know compulsory evacuation device which actually we're getting a little pricey but the, they got a reprint so yeah um can either of you bake and if so what is your favorite thing to bake and if not favorite baked goods to consume okay the only thing i can bake i can bake if i have a recipe right in front of me but i'm not like a quote-unquote baker uh if i do bake something i'm probably baking something in the oven as far as not like pastries and stuff but maybe like uh stuffed bell peppers something like that Mm. 
or like a meatloaf. Yeah, more savory stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. More hearty <sighs> stuff. Years ago, I haven't made I haven't made this recipe in years. I would make this chocolate cheesecake marbled brownies. What? Yes. How oh, had I heard about this? Because I haven't made them in twenty six, five or six years. I've known you for a lot longer than five <laughs> or six years. I've known you for over a half of my life at this point. Listen, listen. The first time I ever cooked them, I brought them home to my mother. I feel betrayed. I brought them home to my mother. She had them. She thought they were great. What for about bringing them home to your brother? <laughs> I haven't made... Listen, man. I haven't made them in five ever. Uh, my sister came home, looked at them, and went, I'm not having any of those. And just I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder if I can find that recipe. Again, you better. Them. You better. But as far as favorite to consume, um, bro, hit me up with the uh, brookie. Um, for those of you that don't know, a brookie is when they mix brownie batter and cookie dough, and they bake it all at once. Mm. And it makes it, it's like a brownie cookie um, swirl, swirl, kind of thing. It's oh, oh my god! I like pie. I like cheesecake. Cheesecake. Too. I like pie. All right, last question. Uh, do you think Konami should make more archetypes with an alternative win condition, like how Runic tries to banish your deck? <sighs> if it's something more interesting. Yeah. So I don't like Runic's shtick. I of taking resources away in that way. I'm not necessarily opposed to a burn strategy as long as it's yeah. interesting. Not just not just set five pass, flip a bunch of burn cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, also like that mystic also, mind burn deck. I, yeah, 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 no, no. Something more like, oh hey, I'm a normal summon this monster, which gets this equip spell, which then gets me this continuous spell. But then if I get uh, all these cards on the beat on the board, I win kind of a fake Exodia kind of thing going. It's like a Exodia combo kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't really love it, the idea of alternative win conditions. I, I like... I like them when they're interesting, and it's not just, I'm just going to keep you from playing so I can just do my thing. Yeah, so my favorite thing about things something like Sword Soul is that it's a build-a-board deck, sure, but first of all, a lot of the times a board that Sword Soul builds is not an outrageous board. It was the same thing with Tri-Brigade. I enjoyed that deck. So your general Tri-Brigade board was like an Opelousa and a Revolt, which seems like a really underwhelming board. I mean, because that's four monster negates, two normally. Usually it was usually it was three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like normally you'll get one, maybe two, before it just gets run over. Um, and then... And, and if your hand was really good, you also put out like a double Dragon Lords. But think about... Yeah. Think about what I'm saying, right? I'm not saying a bunch of like negate and destroy kind of effects. No, it's more negate. like, well, like a, like a monster negate or two or three, and then a bounce, the, a bounce and a banish with follow up. Mm -hmm. And then it's not a lot. Not, I realistically, it's not. And then if you look at like the Sword Soul deck, you have a um. Uh, you have the monster negate, the on field mo targeted yeah, monster negate. So basically an imperm, basically. Yeah. Um, you also, then you can also have the Omnigate and Baron. Or you could swap Baron out for like a Cheng Ying where yeah. you get 
instead of being destroyed by card effect, it can be it can banish one. And then if it if, if it banishes, it banishes a card from your opponent's grave and field. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the trap card, uh, Sword Soul Blackout. Blackout. Pop two cards. You're right. Which it's basically Icarus attack. Yeah. Uh, but then you also have Kijin Longyon, which can burn and banish stuff. And yeah, it's so much it's so much more interesting to me because you don't really end up with a crazy overwhelming board rather different forms of interaction and i think that's when Yu-Gi-Oh is at its best is when you have different ways to interact with your opponent rather than just negate 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 rather than just telling them no right i think the varied forms of interaction are really where Yu-Gi-Oh gets interesting and really where it becomes more skillful you're more interested in the i activate this yes and yeah you're yes anding them as opposed to just no correct so in in using some uh terminology from can't think of the word now improv impro improv uh, improv group uh terminology yes and right all right well i think that that will wrap it up for today's episode of the podcast Woo. thank you all of course for your <laughs> continued support through patron uh Tons of people are subscribing to our YouTube, which I am so thankful for. It's uh, up around 300 subscribers now, which is a lot more than when we started <laughs> posting the videos. It's been growing a lot. People have been really enjoying the shorts. We created a TikTok account that you should absolutely go check out. And so, yeah, thank you all for supporting us and checking us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you're not already. Be sure to check out our sponsors, ETB Games, who we've just realized we forgot to plug mid-episode whoops but uh, check out etb games our link is in the description mm -hmm. down below check out of course millennium threads with a discount code down below and dragon shield as well as tcg player affiliate links down below so, all that thank you all again for listening to today's episode and until next time have a great week everybody take care everybody hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.